0: Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome, all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends. It's the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky. With me, as always, are my good friends, Eddie Guevara, Chuck, and Sherry Caputo. What's hey. up, everyone? Woohoo! Hello! hello. <laughs> all righty. Well, hey, we got some. We got a lot of stuff to get into today, and some very important stuff that I'm going to be talking about right now that has to do with the podcast. But before we get to that, I'm just going to go over a little bit of uh, some horror news and all that that that's out there for all you horror and sci-fi fanatics of the uh, the classic type. There's some cool stuff out there for you, so don't miss mymoviemonsters.com. For your Scary Monsters magazine and Castle of Frankenstein, issue number 130 of Scary Monsters. The Monster Memories drive-in issue is taking pre-orders now due to ship late February. You don't want to miss out on that. Also, the Castle of Frankenstein magazine, number 37, is, uh, is going to be out very soon. They're going to be taking pre-orders for that. So make sure you jump on that. Also, what's really cool for Castle of Frankenstein is that they are doing um, free classified ads. So if you have a, say you want to buy or sell something, uh, you want to put in your classified ad. It's not for businesses. It's only for personal uh, use. So check them out. Get a hold of the people at MyMovieMonsters.com for whatever, you know, how many word counts and everything and they'll get you started if you want to put a classified ad in there, which is really cool. So make sure you check that out. All right. Also, we have – let's see. So if you're like me and you're looking for some forum boards to talk classic horror and sci-fi and you want to meet some like-minded people and learn a lot of stuff, I got a few. for you. The first one is the Classic Horror Film Board, and you can get to that by typing in Classic Horror Film Board – into a search it'll pop up where you could go to tapatalk.com slash groups slash monster kid classic horror forum and it'll take you there it's free to sign up to get your your profile tons of cool stuff on there and you could learn a ton from uh, all these people on there that have been doing this 30 40 years talking about this stuff uh, people that have written books articles and all that so definitely check that out and also one of my favorite uh, sites is the universal monster army and you can find that at universalmonsterarmy.com. it is another forum site for classic horror and sci-fi tons of great stuff on there it's free to join for your make your profile and everything and uh, post some of your stuff on there some of your photos uh, talk about some of the the uh, movies and tv shows that you like and there's tons of stuff to learn on there And also, don't forget about us at houseoftheunusual.com. We have our own forum site there for whatever that you want to talk about. Pop culture, movies, magic, whatever. We have it on there. And I just put up a new thread the other day for martial arts movies. So if you're a martial arts fan, we've been talking about that a lot on here. And you want to talk about some of your favorite movies, put it up on there. I just put up one about Invincible Shaolin from 1978, which is by the Shaw Brothers. It is absolutely fantastic. Definitely go over there and check that out. Free to join. You can find the link to all of our podcasts on there and uh, YouTube channel, everything like that. All right. Also, we have MonsterBashNews.com. This is your headquarters for the Monster Bash Horror Convention. They have one coming up in June from the 16th to the 18th at the Marriott Pittsburgh North. And this is going to be fantastic they have audrey dalton from monster that challenged the world charlotte austin from frankenstein 1970 lynn legosi sparks who is the uh granddaughter of bella legosi she'll be there to talk also daniel roebuck from the monsters and dr shocker beverly washburn from spider baby tom savini we're on hand if you don't know about tom savini look him up he's done a ton of stuff uh for special effects in uh the horror genre we have uh Pamela Pierce from Legend of Boggy Creek, John Russo from Night of the Living Dead, author and historian Tom Weaver will be there, along with author and historian Frank Delostrito and author-historian Greg Mank. Also, TV horror host Son of Ghoul and and Carita will be there, plus many more will be added as, as the months go on, so make sure you check that out. There's also some information on the August Movie Film Festival in Canton, Ohio, and the October Monster Bash, so don't miss out on that, monsterbashnews.com. All right, and if you're like all of us out there and you like classic horror sci-fi movies, some classic cartoons, classic uh, kung fu movies, check out the monsterchannel.com. It is a free 24-hour streaming site of all these movies, and they're all hosted by these underground horror hosts, so they're all keeping that, that alive. You could get it also on your Roku, too. You could find the instructions on the website on how to do that. Uh, and what I wanted to really talk about uh, right now is some of you guys listening might know this and have done it in the past. But on Classic Horror Film Board, every year they do what is called the uh, the Rondo Awards. And the Rondo Awards are, of course, um, named after Rondo Hatton. He was in a lot of uh, cool horror movies classic ones but every year they post nominees um for different categories best movie best tv show book podcast blah 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 all that stuff you could read about it on there it's there's a link to it right on the main page of the classic horror film board but the other day i put in for house of the unusual for uh nomination for best podcast nice so hopefully that'll get on the ballot. yeah yeah if, if a few other <laughs> people want to go on there Uh-oh, and nominate us That'll be fantastic. The more nominations, the more likely it is to get on the ballot. And I believe the ballot will be out here in a couple weeks, maybe sometime around February, and it goes for a couple months. So once uh, I see that we get on the ballot, then we'll be pushing it a lot more for you guys to uh, vote for us for Best Podcast. Definitely. Wow. So we're going to keep on that week after week, and I'm going to also put a link up on the – Uh, House of the unusual dot coms forum site, too, for everyone to go to if they want to make a profile, go on there and uh, nominate us. So I did that the other day so far. That's the only nomination for us. And, you know, worst thing, we get some uh, some free advertisement out of it. We get a few more members, but we want to get on that ballot. We want people to see us and we want people to uh, to vote for us and, you know, maybe come and subscribe to us. So. Definitely check that out. It'll be on the forum site this week with all the links that, that you guys will need. We'll keep on it on the podcast to make sure that everybody is up to date on what's happening with that. So very important to us and very important to the, the podcast as well. Nice. So that's all I got on my end. Chuck and Sherry, man, you guys had an eventful week at a magic convention. That looked like right. a lot of fun. So how was that?
1: Oh, man, it was great. We've stayed, uh, was it three nights, Sherry? Uh-huh. Three days oh, and three goodness. three nights. It was in Columbus, Ohio, the Magi Fest, and mm-hmm. wow. I mean, there was a thousand people there, a thousand magicians. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, magic is the growing hobby, <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> it was we actually... We
2: some Pittsburghers, we know.
1: Yeah there, were, Pittsburgh there, yeah, there was a lot of people from Pittsburgh, actually, yeah. that were there, and you know what? Quite a few people recognized uh, Sherry and I from her videos. Well, they uh, from you know from her voice and yeah they, they voice. yeah they said oh sure, yeah so that worked out really well and then with my association with murphy's magic with the new Inverted line that they came out with they they yeah. see me from there but that was kind of cool and i brought some things to demonstrate i, I brought a few of my, my electronic uh, pieces that i built and so you know why because there's always a jam session You know what like after a lecture or something like that you got hordes of magicians just you know you know doing card tricks
2: hordes of magicians (laughs) it was so crowded yeah i
1: i tell you what the dealer room if you can imagine (sighs) i mean i don't know even how to describe it uh um, yeah, it was very difficult to uh, see anything. I mean, there's hordes of people standing around. You had to stand on your tippy toes, tilt sideways. and
2: Yeah, then we decided we went in when there was a lecture that we didn't want to see. So then it did um, thin out some. So we were able to, you know, videotape and and uh, talk to a few people that we saw. So it was nice.
1: Yeah, we got a picture with Lance Burton, which was kind of cool. Aww, so, wow. Yeah, I've been following him since the Carson show 40, yeah. 40 years ago, 38 years ago. Uh, he's a good guy. He, he really is very, very talented. Nice. Yeah. And so they had an award. They had a, a gala evening of uh, seven top magicians that won uh, uh, that won the FISM, which is a competition wow. every year. And one was our Pittsburgh Paul Gartner. Yeah, one is a guy from Pittsburgh here, Paul Gertner. But the but the one gentleman was from I don't know if it was Manila or something, but. He's uh, excellent. I mean,
2: America's got talent, right? Yeah,
1: he's a, he's a, he's uh, it's just absolutely amazing. The card flourishes that this guy did and the, and the productions, it was unreal. And so, yeah, yeah, it was, it was neat. It was, yeah, she'll check up her name, uh, his name. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, so we had a blast. I bought a few things, a few cool things. I didn't overdo it or anything. And uh, it's a beautiful hotel, the downtown uh, Renaissance in uh, columbus was very very nice and uh you know what the restaurant was great just it was a good time it really was
0: did you get a chance to do any performances down there like in the the lobby or anything like that? yeah
1: yeah like i said i brought a few of my inventions with me and yeah you know what so once we're sitting around the table and stuff and everything at different places i say hey would you guys like to see a few things so i did bring out a couple of my things and yeah it was kind of neat so then the crowd would gather around, you know, be, you know, because like most magicians, they love to watch magic as well as perform it too. So I did. I got to do uh some stuff. Did you find his name, Sherry?
2: John Woo. And he's Korean.
1: Oh he's Korean. Yeah. John
2: J U N W O O Jung Woo. Jung Woo. Yeah,
1: he if you guys look him up on uh YouTube, on, uh, yeah. I mean he's he a younger
0: a, or older guy. Younger,
1: he's def- younger definitely. Yeah, I'd say maybe mid to late twenties. Oh, wow. Well, probably one of the best card manipulation acts quick. fast, quick cards. You wouldn't believe it. Um, yeah, very, very entertaining. A lot of skill. A lot of mm-hmm. skill. Some of these younger kids, i got to hand it to them. Uh, they're really, really good. Kudos to this guy. He was probably one of the best shoot, I've ever seen. It, shoot? Yeah, there was a... There, uh, what's his last name? Yeah, Shoot Agawa. Agawa. Agawa?
2: He's awesome,
1: too. Yeah, he's from Japan, I believe. Yeah. And so he did a lecture, which is kind of neat. And uh, what about you, Sherry? You got anything to say?
2: No, you summed it up. <laughs> time. Uh, the food was good at the hotel that's one good thing and um yeah it was just a lot of fun we we had some uh, downtime you know to hang around talk to people meet people we met a lot of people from england and um there was people from all over different places and it was a lot of fun uh one of the gentlemen matt pritchard we have a little video of him um well chuck was showing him a trick he wanted to show him I think it was a skull I think
1: yeah later, but, on, later yeah on.
2: but this guy is phenomenal from England. He does different optical, optical illusions. illusions he mixes science with magic and and he was really good. He was they were all very very nice and personable and approachable which is very nice you know
1: What was the one mentalist? Name, oh my
2: God!
1: David was it? David Gerard. David Gerard. He
2: made me stay up.
0: Oh, I night. think I've heard of him.
1: Wow! Oh. I tell you what, I don't know exactly what methods he's using with his mentalism, but he really gives the uh, gives the illusion Ooh. that he's reading your mind. I mean, work, and yet he knows what book is on your shelf at home. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, he knows it who your friend bad. is. It
2: wasn't on your. <laughs> wasn't it? He has you thinking about when you're Good a job. little girl, this woman, and in your memory, you, there's some uh, books on your shelf. Now, pull down the ones that you don't want. Now, which one is uh, still on the shelf? And he, she didn't, did she write it down?
1: I think she said it.
2: She said it.
1: But he had it, he written, had
2: it written down. The giving tree. I don't know how. He got that.
0: That's crazy. It
2: is. I, I was like, I, I told him. I said, "You kept me up." I was like googling and how do you do this mentalism, and I, I was intrigued. He he really blew my mind.
1: Yeah, this guy borderline freaky. I mean, I, <laughs> I've never seen anything quite like that. And I've worked with mentalists throughout yeah, the years. Definitely. And so we're sitting in the lobby at the hotel and, uh-huh. and he comes walking by and I said, Oh, that's him. I said, David. And so, and so he turned around and I said, man, you did a really good job. I said, I don't think I've ever seen anything. And
2: then I kept trying to keep my mind blank. So he wouldn't know what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. She, she's I mean, probably my
2: crazy childhood memories. We're <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. thinking of hitting me with a crowbar or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i see a crowbar
0: and a bashed in skull chuck run
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but you know what check the check this guy out i'm gonna have to do some research on him myself his name is no he yeah he he was from san francisco yeah david gerard he was absolutely absolutely amazing oh very
0: cool sounds like a, a good time i I tell you what, some of the photos that, that you guys sent me in, in the video, it looked absolutely fantastic. The dealer room looked really cool. I could only imagine some of the, the vintage yeah. stuff that was in their books and all that. I would yeah. have oh, I'd have been in heaven there.
2: You would have. I'm telling you. But, Eddie, I'm sorry. They didn't have any robot plans. I looked.
0: <laughs> I'll take a drink.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah oh, we, did, we did look. I heard
2: you mention it. <laughs> I know. Several times.
3: <laughs> I know. Uh, it was, was kind of funny, though. No, I was going to say, Sherry, it was kind of funny with you because you're going along the table and you got all the displays there. And then suddenly you go to one that looked like it had a ghost in the cover, a book. Uh-huh. And right before you got to it, you pointed the camera up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't even no, see go that. Go back.
2: No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's cool. I'm glad you guys had a, a good time and everything. So, Eddie, what's new at... House of the Unusual, I'm, you're um, always busy doing something. So what's the, the well, new thing this week and how's your storage
3: unit going? I haven't had the storage in about two weeks now. Oh, I'm wow. For a couple of minutes, but uh, I've been really busy at work. But one good thing that's, that is, is that I did finish the design cover for the uh, Go Ship Times. I'm going to be mailing them to you, uh, Joe, probably uh, tomorrow or Friday morning. Um, and then you can take it from there. Uh, the other thing that's going on is that it was kind of interesting in the process of me looking through the Internet and stuff the other day. I was kind of shocked that, uh, you know, we, we I was thinking and, and a lot of us have been thinking over the years that, you know, mail order was very popular in the 70s. In the se- everywhere you walk, there were magic tricks, jokes, novelties. Well, if you go to five below, you know, you would see a whole section that sells jokes, right? right and and you could say well you know it's five below it's but i was shocked i accidentally put the word in joke shop or something like that uh in the internet and i was shocked at two things one how big magic and jokes are in the uk and were even though i heard a lot in the past people that lived in the uk say hey you know um in the problem with the U.K. is that, you know, we wish we were in the United States so that we could have bought the cool stuff you guys could get through comic books. We didn't have that here. Uh, that might be quite, quite true in the sense that they didn't have like the Seven Foot Ghost, the Frankenstein. They sold more like just jokes and magic tricks in the U.K. And Ellis Dunn, that famous uh, catalog up in that area, was probably the Johnson Smith of the U.K., But uh, either or, what I was going to say is I was shocked that on eBay, there's about six magic shops and one of them, the guy's a power seller and he sells like boxes of jokes and for 25, 30 bucks. And what really blew my mind was that when I looked at each one, it said 600 sold, 65 pieces sold. And I'm like, really? Really? So, you know, the the thing it kind of blew on it, it grew on me is that, and I'm glad because that's where we are. I mean, House of the Unusual was founded on on jokes and magic tricks, and that's how yeah. I, I I got it. But it's pretty strong, Chuck. And in fact, I would say wow. it's probably even stronger than it was in the 80s.
1: That's amazing. That's wow.
3: And there's so many magic shops opening up in the area. Huh. All you guys have to look up is magic shop or jokes and magic shop on google hit images and watch how many of those things are around
1: that's amazing
3: it really is because in in my area you only see magic shops you know like have been around either they're no longer there or they're still in business from the last 50 years you know yeah and but anyway i thought that was really phenomenal and the other thing is i was also looking at a, at a youtube channel yesterday and they had um A 1950s clip, there's a channel that has, like they restored original film and they have 1950s clip uh, of like, you know, New York City. Uh, They're taking movies where this guy's like uh, riding the subway and he's, and I, I just found it phenomenal. The people, you know, the way they dressed and they colorized it so it looks really nice. And you hear the sound and the people talking, you know, they also worked that over in Dolby Sound. So, you know, they've done a really good job there. And, you know, I guess the last thing I'm going to bring to the table is uh, the other day, Mr. Joe, you know, which my wife was going to make me go live in the storage, (laughs) he showed me a book and said, did anybody buy this book in the forum? Now, the book he was talking about is none other than the famous, the most legendary film ever to be lost. It's probably the Holy Grail of of silent films and films in general, which is the uh, London, um, London After Midnight. And Joe uh, showed us this book. And guess what I did? I went on Amazon, Joe, and I'll say the word curses.
1: Uh Oh,
3: and and I purchased the book, Joe. You know what?
0: I, I was and I'm glad you said something about that because they just, I was looking to buy. I was actually last night. I was going on Amazon to buy it. And there was, none left on there so i said you know what the heck's going on so i was doing a little research and i believe they they pulled it because there's some issues with the binding so make sure when you get yours check the binding and all that because they they stopped producing them and they were doing something to fix the binding on it
3: oh Uh, yeah i i read about actually if you go to the facebook on the facebook itself uh, from the guy, the author, he said that he stopped the production because of, you know, he doesn't specify what it was. Uh, one guy did make a comment about the binding. I think what it is, is that he published the book on demand, even though it's a hardcover edition, whatever. But I think it's made in England, not the United States. And apparently it's 400 and something pages. And there might have been a little bit, I, you know, to be honest with you. I know that some guy, whatever, I wound up paying, and I got to say it in a little thing, almost 100 bucks, you know. But I have to say, you know, because if I get hurt, I'm going to live in the storage tonight. <laughs> you know? And uh, But I got to say, Joe, that movie has always been in my mind for years. And the reason is because, and I think I have it in one of the, uh, you know, on the YouTube channel, there is one particular video that I did that I show how, you know, finds that you can get in a flea market, whatever it was. And I walked into an aftermarket store there. And I said, you know, I was, and in there you'll see that one of those uh, dolls is the London After Midnight. And, you know, it's a phenomenal uh, gray, black and white. It's like the great edition of the doll. And it has a phenomenal, you know, uh, character inside. It's a very good look alike of, uh, you know, the doll inside is, is uh, Lon Chaney Sr. And he died obviously in 1930. So um, the thing I could say is that the movie itself, ever since I bought that doll and found out, this is like probably 15 years ago, that it's the most sought after film and there's no actual film known to exist except one that was put together by a guy who took a lot of stills and he kind of retraced the movie.
0: Yeah, you could find it on, Amazon, on um, YouTube. The, yeah, you can, uh, the you can find it deals. on YouTube.
3: That's right. And you can also find the one that, what was the second part they did? To but, that? So,
0: but supposedly, I believe that guy used the script to put it together. But supposedly, there's some differences from the what the actual movie was compared to uh, the script that's available.
3: Yeah, there was. But what was the one? They, they remade it. What is it called? Marco the Vampire was the version that, by the same guy? Who redid it, but with a? I, different name. I can't remember. Yeah, well, yeah. They, what they did is they did a second film. They did that film. They redid the film with different actors, of course. But it, I think it's called either "Mark of the Vampire." I know Bella Lugosi stars in it. And um, but the whole point is the fact of the loss can be found, just like my robot plans. <laughs> I, 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 okay. I was I was obsessed with that film. <clears throat> and let me tell you though. I looked in my storage to see if it would be there.
0: Well, you know, Eddie, I'm, I'm looking on um, the London After Midnight, the Lost Film Books Facebook page, and the author, Daniel Titley, he actually commented on, on somebody about the binding, and he said he was let down by Amazon's uh, KDP Publishing, so he's trying to get something better for the binding, and then someone asked if they should cancel their order on Amazon. And he said, I would try. Oh, you might want to maybe try canceling that and waiting till he gets it uh, a little bit better and then purchase it after that, because I guess some people have been having a lot of issues with it.
3: Well, it's already coming, obviously, but uh, well, hopefully yours
0: is hopefully yours is one of the ones that that doesn't because I know a few people on there said they haven't had any problems yet.
3: Because you know what the problem is with that, Joe? And this is something that people out there probably don't even realize. There was a book that came out seven or eight, ten years ago on The Creature from the Black Lagoon. It was a 400-and-something page book, and it was selling for $75, I guess, because, I mean, it was pretty expensive at the time. I tried to obtain the copy, but I didn't right away, so they sold out right away. And then guess what happened? They got hit by copyrights and stuff. And the book could not be sold anymore, and it was taken off the market. Oh wow! I
1: really? got a copy.
3: <laughs> you, you, you got a copy? I got there a copy you of it.
1: Hey, that's probably Did you, it. really.
0: I got it like the first day it 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 hit the it hit for sale. I purchased. One wow, I, you
3: you know that that book goes for over a thousand
1: dollars. Wow, you got a good one there, Joe.
0: It's. I tell you what, I read it cover to cover. It is. It's absolutely fantastic. Wow. And I, uh, you know, speaking of of lost films because there there's a ton out there and it seems like every year there's something new that's uh, found, but I was reading this the other day. I thought it was really cool and it was on the classic horror film board and there was a, um, an actual horror film, a silent film that was relocated in, um, I believe it was October and it's called go and get it. It's from 1920 oh, and I'm going to wow. try to find the, uh, the little article here, there was a link for an article because the film, I guess was playing at certain um, different venues in Italy. They were, they were showing it, but it actually had a big premiere at, um, at a place in London. As soon as I find the link here, I'll let you guys know the, the place here. Okay. I'm pulling it up now. So it actually just did a screening at the uh, Gothic film society in London. And, um, I tell you, this film looks really cool. It's like one of the first, like, uh, gorilla with you know, like a human type brain type films, and the gorilla that they have, it looks like a mix between <laughs> a zombie, a skeleton, a gorilla, and a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> oh. It is, it's like terrifying. Wow! But it looks, it looks really cool. And um, if you go to classic horror film board, they have it right there on their their front page as one of the announcements. So I'm really excited about this. I've never heard of this movie before, but apparently um, they found the copy of it uh, straight from the nitrate. So they have been premiering it at different places. So I'm hoping sometime in the very near future, there's going to be a DVD release. Somebody might mm-hmm. you know, copy it on YouTube or something. So, I mean, it looks absolutely fantastic. And it's it's supposed to, from... A few of the reviews that have come in about it, they said that it's it's a great movie. So it's nice to see that these lost films are slowly being found. In that book that we were talking about, the London After Midnight book, there's actually, I believe, eight movie stills in there that were uh, previously unreleased. There was a collector in the Canary Islands that actually had them, and this um, the guy that put out the book, Mister Titley, he got a whole, he actually found this guy somehow and put those pictures in the book. So that's why that, that book is, is becoming very popular because there's eight photos in there that have never been before released that are actual steals from the movie. Wow. So, so, so it, It's kind of giving me hope, you know, that someday this movie's going to be found. I, I know there's some, you know, elderly person out there that's, that has this movie in, in a film world, just sitting in their attic somewhere. Oh, absolutely. don't know that they have it because that's how yeah. all this stuff is. Someone does, you know, they're, they're going through boxes or they pass away, and the family's going through boxes, and someone's like, Oh, wh- what's this? and they realize that it, it's a lost film. So, oh, absolutely, yeah, we, we got to keep our fingers crossed that London after midnight yeah. will one day be found.
1: You know, stuff like that happens all the time, but you know, uh, which is the same with magic, you know, uh, many times, unfortunately, people don't know what it is, and they'll get a dumpster and they'll throw all, oh, all this stuff in it. Yeah, that, that's just, yeah, yeah, qualifying.
3: Well, Joe, you're, what you're saying right there, if, I think it was also Mr. Tilly or somebody in the Facebook. I read a comment that they said that if the movie was even to be found, the chances of it actually being even worth anything, unless they kept it because of the years. Right. You know, it, it, it would probably not even have anything on it. But one thing I want to tell you right now, Joe, is that that movie, because of the way people have been, I think it's made, and, and a lot, even the guy, the comment the guy made, uh, one of the guys in the Facebook there, I, I think it was Facebook I read or just on in the internet, uh, and I was reading after, you know, obviously the book, is that the movie itself was such a letdown from people that actually saw it. Yeah. it's It's more like the fact that no one has it or whatever, the Lord that becomes more, of, of people wanting it but more than the actual movie is going to be a right. satisfying thing Absolutely. yeah yeah you know,
0: i've heard a lot of that too that from people that have actually seen it in reviews that it it wasn't that good or some people downright hated it but you know it's a fact that it, it's it's part of it it's a very historical movie very Historical, you know yeah. in, in the realm of of classic horror so just, just to have it, you know, I I, every, I, think everybody out there that watches or is a fan of classic horror or just a fan of movies wants to see this movie just at least once, no matter how bad it might be. And that goes for, I think, any type of lost film because we just want to want to see what it was, whether it's good, mm-hmm. bad or somewhere Absolutely. in between. Yeah, but
3: I, I think this one gets more of that because it's long chaining.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's a lawn Chaney, you know, so yeah, exactly. anytime you can find something with him is fantastic. And I, I do believe that one day it will be found and you somebody could have it right now and they're just, you know, waiting for the right time or right person mm-hmm. that wants to pay tons of money to buy it.
1: No, that's true. You're right. What you, about there's if there's a lot of
0: people out there like that, that, you know, kind of want to gatekeep it and and well, wait to get paid.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. No one
3: knows if it might be in my storage, Joe. Yeah, it
1: just yeah.
0: might. Yeah, you probably have it there.
3: <laughs> yeah, probably do,
1: yeah. We picked up a book. Well, you know what? We didn't actually pick it up about 24 hours ago. It's about 24 hours now to the, to the exact time. We did a show at a at an assisted living place, and uh, there's an elderly gentleman there because they've hired me before about three or four times. His name is Peter. Very, very nice guy. You know, he always comes up. Hey, Chuck, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we talked and i did the show and then he went back to his room he comes back with this book for me and i'm holding it right now i think sherry just sent you guys uh the front and back pictures of
2: the front
1: and back yeah the pictures of the front and back oh, I thought, yeah i got it i thought that was a dvd yeah it's actually a pretty That's heavy that. book uh, it's called it's a thick book it's a hardcover it's called the great movie stars of the golden years and it, it's by david david shipman Oh, that and looks cool yeah you know what so there's Humphrey there's Bogart uh, the of the Wizard, Wizard, Wizard of Oz how many Marty, how m- how many pages It's uh, uh, she, pretty thick yeah. I just sent you guys a link too for the review
0: of that uh go and get it you should see oh, the, cool. uh, what the monster looks like on it
1: oh, <laughs> okay, okay yeah we'll check it this looked close to about six five uh, uh, 500 570. 570. 570 pages but it's oh, a really wow. cool thing yeah that, yeah, that was very nice of him doing that, yeah. you know, so I certainly appreciate it. I but yeah, what
0: I, That's what I I try to find every year when I go to Monster Bash is, you know, books about all these these golden age movie stars. And it's just so fantastic to to read about them and interesting oh, way is. that they live their lives and everything and, and what they did, you know, at the early onset of film and how they. They made the special effects, how they, their method of acting and everything is just oh, it's very, like very
1: movie. interesting. Yeah. Jerry's looking at this right now. Did you get his?
2: Uh... Yeah, actually, I went in there earlier and, and uh, signed up. But I'm trying to find out. Is that the Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Awards? Yes. Is that the post? And then you could go in and... Um... <clears throat> Suggest. yeah
0: the um it says the let's see it says here's where to suggest nominees for the gasp 21st annual rondo awards for work in 2022 so that's where you would go and post your uh, any of your nominations
2: okay sounds where,
3: good where are you guys sending this photograph so you send it to the texting or the email we'll it.
2: oh i sent the book uh pictures to your text
3: to my text. Okay, yeah, because I, I, I'm not a uh, – one question, Joe. Do me a favor. Send me a picture of that creature book that you apparently got before I did.
0: What, okay, yeah. I'll, well, I'll have to get it. It's on my bookshelf in the basement, but I'll
3: send it to you. Yeah, because I, I remember that book when it came out, and it's so it, – you know, it kind of – one thing that – it's just like when this guy passed away, uh, the guy who owned Apple, what's his name, Steve Jobs? They made an action figure of him, and I went and purchased three of them. And, and uh, well, guess wow. what? Happened?
0: What were you going to try to reanimate them to, to make uh, iPhones for you? <laughs>
3: no, well, no. What happened was is I knew that the price was going to skyrocket. The family attacked it, and they only a few people got him. I got a refund for all three of them. Uh, and guess what? They're selling for like ten grand now. It's wow. It's the same thing and I have a feeling this book that I just got, Joe. Now you may even realize it more. The fact that it's the guy might be reprinting and stuff, but the fact that it's a first printing and stuff, it could go up in crazy money,
1: man. Yeah, I would definitely just get it and just hang on to it. Why not? Yeah. I got yeah, to-
3: I, I
0: remember getting it when it first came out, and it's a. it covers all three movies, tons of pictures and everything. It's a it's a hardback book and it's it's fantastic. I, I mean there there's I mean there's tons of Gosh, especially with Universal Monsters, there's tons and tons of books out there for uh, all of them. And it's once you start like looking through and read them, you get to see, you know, a lot of them use like the same photos over and over. And a lot of it's the same information, but it's still just fun to have them, I guess. I got a whole bookshelves full of them that I don't know what, what I'm going to do with.
3: <laughs> well, I, I, they're always
0: they're always fun to, you know, it's like almost like going on a treasure hunt, you know, every time you see um, someone at a convention that has a bunch of books and you're going through them to see all oh, what, what, do, what don't I have? What do I have? I want this yeah. and that. And you know, a lot of, there's some out there that just go for crazy amounts and you're looking at and you're like, but for what? You could find the same photos and information in mm-hmm, another mm-hmm. book you could buy for five bucks, but this is a hundred dollar book, you know, for you know
3: for what? <laughs> you, you, you know, what's kind of weird about that, Joe, really quick. Um, it's just like the book, my brother sent you and, and Chuck. When that came out, it was like 75 bucks, right? Yeah. Now they're selling for like 20 but that's because I think it's a generic one. It doesn't ha- have any particular thing about any particular monster. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is, it's just like one day I'm talking to somebody. I forget who it was. I said, hey, you know that book uh, that they made um, Fast Times at Richmond High? Mm-hmm. That book is going for like $1,000. I said, what? Whoa. I look at my shelf and lo and behold, I had one that I had bought for like $2 in a flea market. Years ago, I actually got $276 on eBay for that book. Wow. And it only cost me $2. Oh and it's God. a paperback. <clears throat> and, and this is the book, Fast Times at Richmond High, where they based the movie from. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I said, I don't want that garbage. I mean, I just bought it. <laughs> I don't even know why I bought it. But it's, it's some, I mean, there's this one book that David produced, uh, from Dave Harvestat, And the book is, uh, what is it? Pleasant Nightmares? Anytime that shows up is five, six, seven hundred dollars. Oh,
1: that's a that's a cool book. I never had that, but that's a cool book. Wow, I've known people and, that had that. And
3: Chuck, the ones you <laughs> told people to buy, they're each like six hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. yeah, the ones
3: you have. I think it, it it all depends what the topic is about. If it's just Universal Monster, you might not get it. But if it's something like the creature, which they're like again, there's a cult fo- following for the creature somehow. I don't know why the people that do collect the creature pay crazy amounts yeah, for yeah. this stuff. It's not as big as Frankenstein and Dracula, but when you do have something that's creature, it's definitely a worth buying. It's like you gotta buy it, you know? Oh so, yeah. When
0: there's there's I mean there's fans of you know, I, I'm a fan of all the universal monster uh characters dracula in particular but i'm not like a um a fanatic where everything i buy has to be dracula you know and there's fans out there that they like dracula the frankenstein monster the mummy and so on but when you find a fan that is a fanatic about creature from the black lagoon they are absolute fanatics they are like the best fans ever they buy everything and anything about the creature they know everything about the, the creature and it's just it's awesome to see their collections and listen to them because they are absolutely Fanatics about that, and you I don't think you really see that with any of the other, you know, universal monsters,
3: no, which is weird, which is weird, yeah. yeah. It, it, because that's like kind of one of the
0: you know, I guess not really lesser known ones, but it was put out, you know, years after you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, the mummy, the werewolf, and all those. So it's always kind of like a and and over the years, you know, Dracula's always been popular. Mummies, they've reproduced all those movies to death. Death werewolves, but not the creature. But the creature I think has the strongest fan base out of all of them.
3: It does, it doesn't. And, and I never liked it until my friend got me involved. And then all of a sudden, guess what? I got to have the creature. And,
1: <laughs> you know, and hey, that's your that's that's goon from the Black Lagoon. Goon yeah. from, the
3: Black Lagoon. from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> my favorite. If, if you guys go, it's not too many you can still get, but in, in Amazon, they sell a mask of the creature that's like 50-something dollars, that (laughs) mask is going to go up for hundreds of bucks. I bought three of them a while back. Oh, my goodness. But uh, I gave one to uh, my friend. This is like before we started the podcast, but Sherry, that's what
0: you need for next year at Monster Bash. Get the, yes. the creature mask and put like a uh, one of those old fedoras on it or something. So you can be the goon from the Black Lagoon. I'll bring a cigar. You could put it in your mouth. and be like, ah, what are you doing over here? That's
3: right. <laughs> and, yeah.
2: And have
0: Chuck
3: have, have
2: his own. Um... <laughs>
3: A little ventriloquist dummy with you. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah,
1: there you go. Put it on the
2: dummy, honey.
1: Hey, did you guys hear anything? I actually got a catalog envelope the other day in the mail and I was surprised. I was wondering what it was. Remember, Eddie, when uh, we were we were signing up for that those those little call ca- ca- calls, K A W S toys.
3: Yeah, were, were, you got were, it, you
1: got a set. Yeah, they did send me one. I was surprised. I came out of.
3: You won it, huh? I won three sets, and I, I got one, but I still haven't received my others.
1: Okay, yeah, I was surprised and I got it in the mail. I'm wondering what the heck is this? And I looked, and they're kind of cool. Count Chocula and a few things on it.
3: They're going for as much as hundred dollars. So keep those sets. Wow. That guy, if you have the, if you have the, the cereal boxes, cause is a very famous international artist. Mm-hmm. That stuff is going to go for a lot of money. Those little things,
1: isn't that something? Yes, wow. sure, hold on to it. Yeah, I'll make sure. Uh, make a magic trick. Uh, no, I won't make a magic trick out you. of it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Put electronics to it. Yeah. Uh, hey, the other thing I wanted to mention is Sherry started with the uh, sea monkeys. She started yesterday. Go ahead, Sherry. Tell them about it. We're, we're filming it uh, to make like a little collage for you, Eddie. So here, here's yeah, your...
2: a, little, a little bit video. Yeah, I'm going to be putting them in the water. I had it. It's real simple um, to, to set it up and everything, I just pray to God that it um, they grow. Because if not, I have some some big shrimp in my freezer. I can just po- pop in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll be feeding them shrimp and steak and all that. They'll be huge, muscular sea monkeys that look like they just got out of a gym.
2: <laughs> they like shrimp. No, they they got. I have the little packet of food. Everything is—it's so cute, and the little—I already put the water purifier in yesterday, and it's sitting there. And I start it up, and then I'll put the eggs in a little later, and then they should hatch within five days. And then I'll videotape that, and um, uh, that's. Then I think I feed them once it's like four or five days after they hatch. I'll read it again.
0: Well, Sherry, make sure you have <laughs> on the uh, the forum, um, a couple mm-hmm. of months, or gosh, it may might even been uh mm. later than that i'm trying to find it now yeah i have a um a thread on there for sea monkeys right i put some uh video and photos of mine so if you want to add yours on oh, there yeah.
2: okay. and, uh,
0: it says yeah, yeah it's um april 28th of last year's the last time i did it it's called sea monkey family edition and it's on the third page oh. of the forum so if you want to add on to that and we could keep it going because i've been great. meaning to to redo my Sea monkeys too so now you guys are kind of uh You know, getting me hyped up to do mine, so maybe I'll do do mine and we could all put ours on there.
2: Oh, we'll be Sea Monkey family,
0: that's right,
3: we'll be involved. And and one thing, guys, remember I don't know if you guys know, but Chuck, yeah, uh, I think I told Chuck or I told somebody, but Mr. Todd quit his day job. And became the CEO of the Sea Monkeys.
1: Oh, you did. That's right. Well, congratulations, Todd. That's great. great.
3: Yeah, congratulations. And one of the best things is they even gave him his own seahorse, so he can ride over the sea when he goes uh, to check on the Sea Monkeys. That's cool. He's all set. So So officially at the end of this month, he's working full time with the Sea Monkeys. Oh, that's That's awesome. And the best thing about it is, is that he's also writing a book with Yolanda and that's when I asked him to write a chapter for our book that's hopefully come at the end of this year. And he, at the same time, I said, you could sell your book through that. So write it and then have a summary about the book that's coming up. And And he liked the whole idea. So, yeah, Todd will be able, and also between him and Dr. Saab, they've been working on a date so we can do a live round robin like we did that one time. From-
1: oh, that would be cool. Yeah. So yeah. Thank-
3: Yep, yeah. and uh, so everything's going pretty good, man. I can't
1: right. wait. That's going to be a great
0: book to read about the the sea. My, I'm sure it digs into the history and and all yeah. that, and that's going to be really cool. cool. It's nice to see stuff like this, you know, coming back around. You know, the sea monkeys and all that. My, when I bought, well, I didn't buy them. I believe Todd sent me some for my nieces, and they put them together, and they absolutely loved it. You know, they're they're. I think at the time when they did it, they were four and six, and they absolutely oh, loved I them. So.
3: Oh, and, wow. and another good uh, thing that just happened yesterday. Are you guys, you guys are aware of that, uh, that? There's a guy named Jason Willis. And if you look at Moon Monster and stuff, he's a graphic artist. And every year he does a lot of experiment, not experiment, but he does like uh, in Christmas. I mean, not Christmas, uh, Halloween time. He puts together things and he did one for the Moon Monster. It says Moon Monster, like those YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, he, he did one for the horror record of Johnson Smith. Yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, uh, Joe? Yeah. No, uh. Uh-uh. Okay, look up, look up Jason Willis Moon Monster, and see the uh, clip he did. And he did well. Anyway, Jason Willis, I I wasn't sure if I connected with him in the past or not. I believe I did somehow. And I wrote him uh, about four days ago, and I'm like, Jason, how would you like to help us? Like, I mean, join the House of the Unusual, help us uh, in some type of thing. And and, um, he came back, and he told me he was a really big fan of what we were doing, that he's been following, apparently, he's been following us, and he loved the idea. Nice. He he was traveling right now, and he's going to get a hold of me sometime next week. And and just for you get to get an idea how good he is and what he does, um, uh, Joe, uh, do Google that uh, Moon Monster Jason Willis. It's on YouTube, whatever, and it's like a thirty-second commercial he did for the Moon Monster, and it's uh, it's phenomenal. It's just like he captures the thing from the era and brings it back to life, man. it's really great.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, I'm on his site right now. It's uh, jasonwillis.com. Yeah. Uh, he has the ad on there and a lot of other stuff for it. And he has a back story for the moon monster. So I'm going to have to check that out today. Yeah, look, that we... looks
1: cool. That looks really nice. You know what? We, we just brought it up now. That's pretty cool. Wow.
3: Yeah, he is. But if you guys look, and if you look at what Jason Willis did as well, he made, um, like, for example, he made one for the horror record from Johnson Smith, uh, a cartoon thing like that and he also i think did one for creepy magazine like every year he does an experiment and thing and he puts it up on his thing he's really phenomenal in fact i believe mail-order mysteries uh kirk searched him out to get some help from him i don't i mean i don't I, like i said i don't really know much about it or oh, i did but i don't remember because it's whatever but i do know that i've been following him for years and and he's a really, he's, he's phenomenal. He's, like I said, there's graphic artists. You can have graphic artists from NBC, ABC television. It doesn't matter, but only certain people have it in them to be able to captivate and capture, you know, the 1970s in, in, from comic book mail yeah. Not everybody can do that, you know?
2: Right.
0: Yeah, that, that is some great artwork. And I tell you what, the Moon Monsters, absolutely freaky looking oh, too. I, uh, i'm looking at it right now some of the stuff and at the bottom of that the page where the moon he has some of the the old ads and everything up and some of the uh, the artwork and it's really cool i want to find this button that he has up there it says i am a member of the horror fan club i um i have uh, you probably got 30 of them
3: no 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 but i do have. <laughs> two, no, i have two original uh, moon monster sets that I bought years ago, and I also, as you know, if you look inside Mail Order Mysteries, I have the very first version of the Moon Monster ever made before the one that you see there, the famous one, which is the one where he's standing sideways. And, you know, the story with that is Universal Monster Army one time years ago, uh, I think Toy Ranch is the, the guy that goes under that name, Toy Ranch or something. He was apparently trying to buy something and... He saw the ad that somebody said that they had a moon monster ad in the original envelope, and it was from 1968 or or 1959, 59, right? And the sister was selling it because she said my brother used to scare me with this, whatever, and she, you know, she put it on there. And I went and I was like, "That's a fake. That's a fake," because it's not really how can the moon? So I don't know what made me decide to outbid everybody. So I sniped accidentally Toy Ranch into the in the process <laughs> and I, I he's like he comes on the forum and says you know somebody right now <laughs> just it's not me and i didn't want to say it was me because at the time it was kind of funny the way it happened you know and when i got the thing i flipped i could not believe it was original you can tell when you look at it that it's definitely original it's definitely 1959 it says it on and it, and it came out of california which threw me off because I know the moon monster the guy lived up about a mile from my house here and they were all in union city, New Jersey. And the last known address for him in 1969 was uh, 4806 Bergeline Avenue in union city, New Jersey. And prior to that, he had it in upper union city. I mean, uh, North Bergen, which is the town I live in. And the whole thing is that, you know, I was shocked that there was a 1959 a uh, different moon monster. So you know what, guys? All you guys know, I've been holding off on that moon monster, but I'm soon going to put it out because that would make the last of uh and, and that's going to be phenomenal because people are going to go crazy trying to get that because it's the only known copy.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you know, guys, we, uh, we're we coming
3: up towards like the
0: last 10 minutes here, and we'd be really uh remiss if we didn't mention this. But, uh, of course, as many of you guys know, some people might not know, but we lost – Uh, lisa loring this week oh yeah uh, yeah. wednesday adams yeah she she passed away on january 29th at 64 years old and i tell you what she was the uh she was great as as wednesday adams i mean she was just this cute little girl that you wouldn't think you know nothing of it and then she had this little dark side to her and she was just just so funny in, in her role there she played it absolutely fantastic Yes. And, um, yeah, she's definitely going to be missed in the, the horror community and, you know, just a community that enjoys, you know, TV shows and, and television. And oh, all yeah. That.
1: I so, think the only one left from the Adams family is John Aston. He's like 92 or 93, something like that. Oh, wow.
3: He's, he's in good shape. When I yeah. met him, he's in great shape, man. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, it just seems, you know, every year, and I was just talking this about someone the other day, you know, it, it's more and more we're losing our, uh, our classic horror and and sci-fi movie and TV stars. And pretty soon there's going to be, you know, none of them left. And we're going to have to move on to like the seventies and eighties and nineties because (laughs) all these people from, you know, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, even the little ones, they're, they're all passing away. And of course, you know, they're older age, but you know, Lisa is 64 years old, you know, still very young. And Mm -hmm. it's just sad to think about, you know, in a couple of decades, decades, they'll all be gone.
3: Yeah. And, and what's crazy about it, she died also when the Now Wednesday on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. that is
1: really strange. Oh, my That goodness. is.
3: You know, Puxley's still alive, too, guys. Is oh, is he still alive? That, I thought he was dead. No, no Puxley's Puxley. around. Puxley. Oh, okay. Oh. Everybody else died, you know, but uh, John Austin is still around. Oh. And,
1: uh, hey, look at Lisa Marie Presley. She oh. was she was at the uh, premiere of the Elvis movie, you know, with uh, and she died two days later, man. That's just strange. We,
0: we lost uh cindy williams this uh, you know yes. this week cindy too williams. yeah at oh, 75 from, from laverne and shirley
2: yeah i used to watch that i know wow
0: yeah, it, it it's sad. They just they yeah. keep going and going. Wow.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: Life keeps going. Oh. If you go to the
1: Twilight Zones, uh, there's hardly anybody left from the Twilight Zones. Yeah. William William Shatner is one of the very few. I wow. mean, yeah. I don't yeah, think look-
0: he's ever gonna go. He's like Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> they'll go when they
1: wanna go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they're yeah, good like, and ready, they'll go. Yeah, he's <laughs> like a cockroach. He'll hang around for. Yeah.
3: <laughs> a Yeah, guy's ninety one already. Ninety two, he's still doing television shows. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: He does in search of,
1: yeah, that's kind of cool. Oh,
3: yeah. unknown,
1: whatever, yeah,
3: yeah, but it,
0: it's sad. All, all these, these old timers are going, and we're not going to have anybody left, they'll all be just you know alive in our books and everything. Yeah, it's you true. know, uh, yeah, and so far this year, we've lost a lot. What we lost, David Crosby, uh, Bobby Hall, you know, he died, what was it, yesterday, I believe, yeah, no, the 30th. You guys, heard Bobby oh. Hall, he was the uh, the hockey player.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah
0: he was a big-time hockey player. He mm-hmm. passed away. and it's We got a lot of people going, you know. Yeah. Well, so, you know, yeah. You know, this you is know a bad year so far.
3: You know who died, too, which makes me freaking pissed every time I think of it? You know how many times the guys from the Creature from the Black Lagoon, both of them were a chiller? I mean, both of them at the same time. A bunch. Wow. And I just never, and I passed by them a million times. And I just never even considered getting an autograph.
1: Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, now I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you just don't know. No.
0: Yeah, luckily a few years back, I was able to get uh, Julia Adams and Rico Browning. Um, there, there's I got a nice, um, uh, I can't remember what size it is black and white photo with both of their, uh, their signatures on it, but I believe Rico Browning. Yeah. He's still kicking 92 years old. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think he's doing conventions anymore. He hasn't been at monster bash in a a couple of years, which is understandable at his age, but, um, Julie Adams, she was going, you know, every year, right up until she, she passed away in 2019 and she was Mm -hmm. 92 at the time as well.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think Barbara Eden is in her early nineties, isn't she?
3: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? When you look at Barbara Eden, she still looks really good for her age. Yeah. But when you're when you look at her arms and stuff, you can tell, you know, because one thing about Barbara yeah, Eden, she's ninety one. That, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. One thing about her, though, I'm going to tell you guys, though, she was the nicest person I've ever met. Like actors, I mean, she actually let me stand in front of her face with a camera. Filming her for like ten minutes.
1: Isn't that nice? Wow. She didn't care. Well, that's
0: because you probably had a gun or something towards her. a red, a, no, red,
3: I,
1: le- a red laser. No. poster. Yeah.
2: No, I, I threatened <laughs> that
3: I would put her back in the bottle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <You> threatened her.
3: <laughs> yep. Poor Barbara. <laughs> yeah. Man, they were making a fortune. They were selling the bottles for like two hundred and some dollars. Oh wow. And then each to get it signed was like fifty dollars a piece.
2: How many bottles did you buy, Eddie? No, no, I just got 30. One. No, no, I got one. One night, I was one. Okay, yeah, I couldn't
3: afford the rest. He got one each day. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you guys know that if you get an empty bottle, the one that they use, what is it called? It was like a, a liquor bottle. That thing's like a hundred and something dollars.
1: Yeah, the podcast at one, that one that? time, it's a 1964 Jim Beam, I think it oh, really? was a Christmas bottle. I, I, I think.
0: Oh wow! Sure, and I,
1: I saw a guy on Etsy about a year ago. He was he was uh, printing these. He was three uh, th- D printing them, and so I, I bought one, just a plastic oh, a replica of it, and it's a uh, purple, some electronics to it. So there's a video where I secretly oh. push a button and it smokes. Smoke comes out of it. Yeah, so very-
0: I'm reading this right now online. So the actual bottle was a special Christmas 1964 Jim Beam liquor right. decanter containing Beam's choice. Right. bourbon whiskey it was designed by roy kramer
1: for the wheaton
0: bottle company yeah that's I love, very i, I, I never that. knew that that's that's yeah. pretty interesting
1: i love the shape of that bottle that bottle has the coolest Bonny shape wow no. yeah,
0: yeah. That, that is pretty cool i wonder if there's uh, any out there still filled with, with well some
3: away. beam <laughs> yeah. well i can tell you one thing guys the one chuck has is a fake doesn't, i know that doesn't really have a genie in it you know <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> that he knows of he hasn't opened it yet <laughs>
3: unless uh let me ask you a question what's your real name cherry <laughs> meaning are you the genie in the bottle yeah oh. <laughs>
2: hey, no oh. no just barbara eden was
1: yeah barbara eden was one of us she was something and she yeah. seemed like a nice person yeah, she did she
2: did yeah yeah, because some people, you know, some of those actors, they don't even want to give you the time of day.
1: No, they don't. You know, no. yeah, that's They've a
2: shame. Been understand.
0: through a lot of those, and that's you know, <laughs> you, you look it. up to these people, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'd love to meet him. Then you finally meet, and you're like, God, I wish I could get that time back. <laughs>
3: and and yeah. you know what's kind of crazy? When I met her, she actually had lost her son a month before to suicide. Aww. So yeah. I was kind of surprised that she had such nice character. You know, like,
2: yeah, humble. You know, the sad thing actors are rude to little kids i I don't like to you know kids that's not nice
1: yeah yeah they
2: really look up to them and they want to
1: yeah there was a there was a pretty popular star i don't want to say his name or anything but this but this Mm -hmm. father said that when the little kid come up and say can i can have
2: your autograph he
1: goes beat the kid you little crap and he that was terrible terrible. that's ridiculous
2: even some of the um star you know sports figures and
1: yeah
2: most are nice but some are like can be really arrogant
1: yeah it's
0: terrible yeah that, that's too bad well hey guys we got to start wrapping it up here we got about two minutes man this oh. time blew by today man Woo-hoo. so uh guys everybody out there that's listening to us you thank you so much for for joining us every week and if you've just joined on thank you hopefully you know we yes. we've interest you it piqued your interest enough that you'll keep coming back week after week find us on your favorite podcast platform subscribe to us give us a uh a good review if you so choose. It definitely helps us with all this algorithm stuff that, that goes on because yeah. we want to get out there to more and more people. And, um, you know, we, we have houseoftheunusual.com. We have a free forum on there. We're hoping that you join it, interact with everybody. And if you want to be a uh, victim, I mean, not a victim, oh, but, you, yeah. know, you know, if you want to be a guest on our show,
2: you <laughs> yeah, know, let us know please. on there because, uh, you know, right. a lot
0: of our guests that we've had in the past, you know, Came on the forum, started interacting and talking, posting their, their interests and all that. And we've invited them onto the show. And they're absolutely uh, very interesting to listen to. And they have a lot of information on there. So we're always looking for some new people. So if you want to come on and talk about your favorite movie or your favorite you know, hobby, whatever you collect, yeah. that's the place to, to get us. Uh, so definitely join on there. Also, we're on YouTube. Just type in uh, the search bar, House of the Unusual. You'll find our site, subscribe to that, uh, like the videos, because, you know, another algorithm, we, we have to, you know, compete with that. So that definitely helps us out. And, um, you know, we're, we're here every week for you guys. Hopefully bring you guys some entertainment, some information and all that. And, um, hey, that that's about it, you know. And yeah. otherwise you can find us on houseoftheunusual.com under the form. We're always posting some really cool stuff up there. So if you got some cool uh, – Photos of your hobbies and all that, what you collect or what you like, post them on there, man. I we'd all love to see them. So,
2: Definitely. Chuck, Jerry,
0: Eddie, that's all we got for this week. That was a great conversation, man. I had a lot of fun. So, yeah. Everybody, okay. next week. Good night,
2: everyone. Okay. Good night. Good God night. God bless. God bless.